You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome back to the Thunderquack podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. I, I don't even know if the rigmarole applies anymore. I, I, this is, this is one of our last episodes of the Thunderquack podcast as we figure out what we're going to do next. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And I'm your other host, Amanda Conkin. I, From afar. Uh, we got to make the, I, I just have to say the the Patreon producer shout out to Brian Morris oh, yeah. and JJ Samuel, and then we can continue. Yes. Um, yeah. When, when last we, uh, met, uh, four weeks ago, um, we accidentally decided that we were done doing the Thunderquack podcast and we were going to start a new show. That's I what, that's what happened. Um, yeah, we were, Pretty we much. were supposed to talk about Dr. Strange and it, uh, it, uh, it spiraled created a multiverse a, of madness. Yeah. A whole other thing. Um, and then, and then the next day I quit star Wars podcasting <laughs> Yeah, I saw, that's a that yeah. was a bigger deal for sure. So, um, are you still feeling yeah. okay about that? I don't know. Lots oh of yeah, no, I feel, changes. In I feel brain. phenomenal about it. I feel fantastic about it. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know that there are probably a, a, a dozen or so listeners that uh, that are bummed about it and uh, and that sort of thing. But uh, I, yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's crickets so it's it's like nice. yeah you know what right. i think it's i think it's time uh i i mean i think the biggest thing is just that uh and i talked about this on the on the patreon exclusive podcast that i recorded uh last night because i recorded it super late because i was on vacation at the beginning of the week and then now we record on fridays because amanda is in indonesia uh <laughs> and uh, uh so now we're recording on friday nights well, I, it's Friday night for me, Saturday, you, yeah. Saturday it's afternoon for you. So Saturday afternoon is my like lunch, lunch hour on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, but, but yeah, so I, like, I, I talked about it over there that it was just like, I was feeling more dread than excitement. It's, I had, I was having fun doing the podcast. I mean, like, like podcasting with Joe, I just me and him doing the book of Boba Fett was great. Um, but, but there were two things is like, it was, I having to get it out on time, having to be like part of the conversation every week and having to like find things to talk about, right. Like having to be critical in that way. We right. talked about this a lot yeah. with arrow, right. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it, 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 it ruins sort of the experience for you. Cause you have to yeah. be critical and you, you can't just like enjoy things. So, yeah. Um, and uh, I, oh man, I had something else, and I, I oh sorry, kind of lost it. No, no, it's it's my fault. Um, oh yeah, like we just like 
like with all of those shows, it's like I just kind of like stripped away parts of the production to make it easier on myself. So there was like less barriers to entry so that I would be happy to do the podcast to the point where like like the show with Joe and I, when we were doing Faster, More Intense, it was literally just like hit record. We have nothing in front of us. We have no notes prepared. And it was just he and I just talking, which was nice because it was just the conversation that he and I would have had regardless. But at a certain point, it was like, this isn't a show. You know what I mean? Like, like, like it sort of like I was to me, I feel like it was lazy. It was I was getting I was getting sloppy and it's because I didn't want to do it. Like, that's what it came down to, which is actually like not that dissimilar from what we do with Thunderquack. And I think that that's why this all kind of like just it all kind of swirled and happened in about 24 hours is that we had that conversation. Uh, I mean, like we we were recording an episode, we were doing our thing and and we had a little bit more structure to to, to that episode because we had like specific topics we wanted to talk about. Um, right, yeah. But then it it spiraled out, turned into this other thing. And then you and I had this mm-hmm. long conversation after we were done recording about, right. you know, like, like, are we really going to do this? Is this really like, is this a real thing? Um, and, and I got really excited about that, about doing that thing about doing the student bodies podcast. Right. Um, more excited than I've been about any other podcast in a long time. Nice. And, and so then like, it was literally like, we finished that conversation. I, I, I think I was editing the podcast or, or whatever and went to bed and I was just kind of thinking about it and going like, I think the biggest thing was, that I was saying like, if we're going to do this, like this has to be like, we got to stop Thunderquack. We can't be doing both. Um, yeah. And like, I need to like dedicate time and energy to this. It's got to be, mm-hmm. it's got to be like the thing, thing that yeah. I'm doing with my free time and, and then realize like, I can't, I can't be giving my energy to, to the star Wars podcast if that's what we're going to do. So it was like the thought crossed my mind that night, that Monday night. And, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. And I woke up in the morning and was like, yeah, I'm done. (laughs) Like, no. And, and knowing that like I would be recording with Joe, uh then i what i don't remember if it was the next day or the day after that if it was the wednesday or the thursday but it was very much like 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 huh (laughs) and then i sort of made the decision internally and was like oh that that actually feels really nice and then i realized like the next show is obi-wan kenobi the the last thing i want to do is hamper my enjoyment of that in any way like this is the star wars show made for me um and especially after seeing that trailer where they're like hey i are you a big fan of obi-wan kenobi yes check check that box hey are you also like is the other thing that's super important to you in star wars star wars rebels so yes check that box as well cool well we're gonna like we're gonna squish those two things together into one thing uh and it was just like okay so yes i have made the right decision um yeah i have no i have no regrets about it and and i like we have other places to talk about star wars right it's not like it's it's not like i am i am unable to talk about star wars on the internet <laughs> but um but yeah i think 
I think I I've been thinking about it a lot over the last two weeks, really, about what the next phase for Thunderquack is going to look like. And then and then here's the thing, everybody. So buckle up on this one. When we're done the student bodies podcast, unless something changes between now and then, which I'm thinking it's probably about two years that it'll take us to, to run through the full series, if that's what we end up doing when we're done. Like I'm done, done. Like I'm finished. That doesn't mean yeah. Thunderquack goes away. It just means that like I am going to step back in a in a very official capacity and hand over the keys to almost everything to somebody else or give everybody the decision of like, hey, go like scatter to the four winds, like 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 go <laughs> go handle your own stuff. Um, I don't I mean, like, I think that it, it, it it's in everybody's best interest to stick together as a network um and and figure out you know what patreon and stuff looks like for everybody at that point um just by virtue of the fact that like there's no there's no reason for you know the saga continues and epic marvel podcast does have separate pinecast accounts and and pay 40 dollars a month each when when they can just you know do that together so so I'll, i'll let i'll let everybody who's sticking around figure out uh, uh, what they're gonna do? I, I mean, like Riverdale's got to be coming to a, to a close, so I don't know if Riverdale gang will stick around after that show's done. Um, I, oh right. So yeah, but I didn't know. Th- I didn't know. Is it ending this year? I didn't know that. No, I I don't know if when Riverdale's ending. Like oh, right. it's, I think but it's I one like, of yeah. it's. I think it's a lot like Arrow, where it's like every season could be the last season, um, right? And, right. Un- unless yeah, they yeah, get yeah, picked fair. up, right? Um, right. So, so yeah, I mean, I, and, and I, I think that, 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 uh, uh, Ryan and Chloe probably are, are, they probably sense as well that the show's, uh, winding down. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's in its sixth season right now. Like, it's not like it's had a small run, right? Like that show's been on for a long time. Um, and it has gone through multiple sort of revamp reboots, um uh within itself so i yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it's got maybe one more season left in it um because i i would imagine that that whenever they sort of decide whenever cw or riverdale decides that it's done that they'll get like an extra they'll get like 13 more episodes sort of thing it's like okay guys close it out right finish the story um not that the story has a beginning middle or end it is just (laughs) it sometimes it seems with riverdale and i say this with all of the affection in the world because it is it is one of my favorite shows to watch um it's like crystal and i's guilty pleasure show for sure um sometimes it feels like with that show that they show up on set and go okay guys what's the story this week <laughs> they're like <laughs> like well we've got this set and this set and we have these costumes let's go and they just like <laughs> make up a show i am sure that that is not the case i'm sure that, that there are writers i mean i i'm positive that there are writers working very hard but it's sort of got um again i say this with all of the affection in the world it's kind of got like a high school theater vibe to it of like i don't know who let us do this with these licensed characters but let's have fun with it <laughs> and so you know you just never know from week to week what you're gonna get with that show um we're way behind and i really want to get caught up because sabrina 
finally made the jump over from her show into not as the exact same character because spoilers for sabrina but but well i don't know does anybody care that was like a year ago spoilers for sabrina if you care i guess uh she dies at the end (laughs) what yeah she dies at the end yeah she's she like sacrifices herself in order to So they were like, the this is done and you can't do anything else with this property. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, and then uh, Nick, Nicholas Scratch, her, her boyfriend, her sort of on and off again mm-hmm. boyfriend, he, he straight up just kills himself. Like. What? What a dark suicide. show. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's fantastic. But it, but it's actually not dark. Like, this is the thing is oh, that wow. like, like, they love each other. And it doesn't matter because they've been to hell and back literally on multiple occasions. She at one point is the queen of hell, but there's a time travel thing where there's two of her. It's a whole thing, but wow, like, they I literally go to hell and back. The show. Those characters. <laughs> wow. Sabrina chilling adventures of Sabrina is a phenomenal piece of television. It's Amazing. unbelievably Amazing. good. Um, Amazing. But yeah, like the end of it is like, she has to sacrifice herself you know, like to like, which is like the consequence of all of the hijinks of everything that she does through the series is that it's like, well, the, the, the universe requires payment, basically like magic comes at right. cost and that cost right. is her life. So she, so she dies sacrificing herself to save the universe and uh, actually not even just the universe, multiple universes. I, uh, and, um, and he's like, cool. I literally can't live without you. I love you so much. You are stuck in limbo for eternity. I'm going to kill myself and then I'll be stuck in limbo for eternity. And we can be stuck in limbo for eternity together because uh, dead, alive, in limbo, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as we're together. Like that's the end of the show. And I was like, beautiful. Like what a, like what a weird, dark, like goth emo way to tell a love story like it's very like they're very romeo and juliet in that way it's very shakespearean and and yeah it was a fantastic ending so so the sabrina that's in riverdale is not the same sabrina from chilling adventures of sabrina but it is still kiernan shipka so yeah yeah you know i mean like like look i marvel cracked open the multiverse and it it didn't just crack open the multiverse because Marvel is so influential. It didn't just do it for them. It did it for literally everything in pop culture, because now right. all you have to do is say multiverse or alternate reality or parallel and dimension. And people are like, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> so we can do I whatever we want now. So if yep. you're in genre TV, it's like, just, just do what you want. Who cares? It's like, just have right. fun. Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> we went off on a real tangent there but yeah so so i don't know like like I, I i've been thinking about it over the last couple of weeks and i think i have i think i have it planned out for what it's gonna be like when we end this show which we've got oh shoot i counted it out i think we have five or six episodes left of Maybe this not yeah because i feel like well there might I'm... be five including this one it's, I think it's including this one because I'm not here for yeah. very long, actually. Like, I've gone through yeah. many days of being here already, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because this is this is the episode that will go the 14th, which means that we'll have another one on the 28th and then the 11th. 
the 25th so that's that's four five six we have six episodes and yeah. the the final episode you, will actually I will be say, us together in disneyland it it will so. be awesome i we might do something different for the 25th one though like maybe i'll record the week before because that is my birthday weekend and i'm going to bali so i don't think i'll podcast with you that week oh yeah 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 we talked because, about that yeah so okay yeah. so yeah so we have five episodes left in the final episode is that's actually it's you know what this is actually kind of awesome and perfect our final episode of the thunder quack podcast will be in disneyland that is a i do love that idea what a, that like is so what a great. series finale right like that's perfect nice. um yeah, yeah and then so then after that after you get back i mm-hmm. uh, we're both back in vancouver um we're gonna start the student bodies podcast whatever it ends up being called we're still workshopping names i have a few uh suggestions Mike has like a whole plan i'm very excited for the, the yeah. student bodies podcast it'll be good yeah so before we get into the student bodies thing because we have a lot to discuss there what i want to throw out and get your feedback amanda but more importantly get the feedback of of the people who support us on patreon is what patreon looks like after this show is done so right. i i and so here, here's here's the plan. Student bodies will be bi-weekly, the same way that Thunderquack is, right? So it'll be every other week. Um, which means that we then have the two other weeks in the four-week cycle to fill in. One of those weeks will be off the record, same as it is right now, right? That'll be the at the $5 tier you get off the record. The other week... Instead of a podcast, this is this is where it like we throw a wrench into it because like you'll still get uh, the student bodies podcast if you subscribe to Patreon you'll get it early, right? You'll get it you'll get it basically uh, uh, when when we record uh, like not when we record it but like you'll get it the Monday and then everybody else will get it the Friday, which is even like it's it it's even better for us because this show like the student bodies one will have no sort of timestamp on it. Right. It's not topical right, yeah, yeah, at right. all. This show has been <laughs> off the air for like 50, uh, like 20 years. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's really not a big deal. I, uh, so we, we'll put the episode out when we put the episode out, there's not really going to be, there's no news or anything like that to cover. It's not <laughs> like doing arrow or, or any of those where it's like, Oh, the, you know, what's coming up uh, in this world. Um, the news is just going to be whatever we are talking about because we're the only ones generating news for student bodies as far as I know right now. And I, <laughs> I, I, so it's really cool. I, I love that freedom. And so like, we're going to, we're going to, I don't know. We'll figure it out when, when you're back, what that recording schedule is going to be like, but um but we'll record it and then we, you know, we'll put it out on the Monday or Tuesday early for Patreon. And then, and then it'll go wide on, on Friday. Um, so we'll sort of keep to that schedule still. Um, and then I, I, so for, and then we'll have the new show is going to be very produced, very edited, which means that the unedited version will take a different form it won't be like it is right now where amanda and i like intentionally record a separate section i think what will end up happening is that is that you and i will probably in between segments 
or or just by virtue of the way that we talk about stuff we might go off on some tangents and i might cut some of those tangents from the regular episode because they don't actually have anything to do with (laughs) student bodies right like if if we get too far afield like i'll cut that stuff back but then if you get the uncut version of Thunderquack, you'll get that, which means that you'll get sort of the parts of Thunderquack that still exist just by virtue of Amanda and I having a conversation on the internet. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can't get rid of that. I love that. I love that idea that it's just like a longer yeah. version of the same podcast, but without the edited, without the edited bits. So. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. um, so that's all the stuff that's sort of staying mostly the same. The one piece that's going to be very different is instead of instead of another show in that other gap week, I want to do something that's I and I don't know. I don't know which tool we'll use to do it. I, I think I think Patreon has a tool to do this. So let me open up Patreon. And when I go to Patreon.com and then new. Yeah. OK, so this is probably how we'll do this is that um that that fourth week we will do something that that I want to call office hours that is a live stream that is literally like show up like show up and 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 hang out and talk um I don't I don't know if we'll use Patreon to do it or if we'll use Discord to do it um I again, I have to look at the tools and 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 sort of sit because this is literally an idea that I had yesterday. Um, the if we do it with Patreon, I think that it just ends up being whoever's hosting that show is talking, and then everybody else is kind of in the chat and in the comments or whatever. That's less interesting to me because that's kind of just a like a one sided conversation. It's it's like a that's just basically a podcast. I think I want to use Discord to do it and basically be like okay everybody like on discord every fourth week i we like i will be on discord in the in the the office hours channel come hang out and talk to me about stuff and like so there will be an hour every every fourth week where you guys can just come hang out and we can talk and have an actual conversation Instead of, uh, you know, posting back and forth on Facebook or, or Discord or Twitter or whatever, right? Um, in that case, it's something that's probably not recorded. So it's kind of be there or, or you know, miss it. Um, uh, with, with Patreon, it's a little bit more, okay, that's um, like, that's, that's going to be archived there, right? I, my hope is that I can actually find a way to run it through Discord but ha- so that everybody can be in the in the conversation just anybody that's that's part of the the discord can join us um but then stream it on patreon through the live stream tool and oh, yeah. then it'll be archived there sort of thing but but the i don't know because if we're just having anybody who's on the the discord it's like hey if you're talking this is being recorded don't say anything dumb i, I <laughs> so i don't know I, I, like I said, I literally came up with the idea yesterday, so I'm still thinking through the details on it. But before I get too far down the road, I want to know what you guys all think about that, basically. Uh, so that's it. Like that's that's my pitch. That's that's uh, that that's what Patreon's going to look like, uh, basically starting in June. 
Um, That's so. Sounds- any any thoughts, I mean- Amanda? I'm super pleased by that because one of the things that I kind of want to pivot towards, and I know that this is, again, because it's very outside of what we do at Thunderclack, but it's sort of rethinking what the community could be. The biggest thing for us, I think, is us undertaking a, like, what does it take to make a television show? And how, why is television, like, how do we Mm. deconstruct television and then make it new and relevant in ourselves and as creators, because we both consider ourselves content creators, right? What what goes into those kinds of conversations? And I think that this is an opportunity to expand the Patreon community to include other content creators. And maybe in that Discord chat, like I love that idea of having, it's basically like a once a month meetup with creative minds to talk about what works and what doesn't in maybe the content that they're making or the content that we want to make. Or if we say, Hey, we had this really great idea when we were deconstructing the show this week. And we just want to know if everybody thinks that that works in terms of a story structure or whatever, it could, it could just change the conversation a little bit and be like a reflection of the pop, like the pop culture that we're so immersed in because everybody Mm -hmm. has opinions, even if they just watch the content, you know what makes a good story. And so thinking about it in that way makes me really excited because I do think that we could get some more voices involved as well. Like even people that aren't necessarily focused just on student bodies, but I know a ton of awesome creators in Vancouver who if I said that there was a once a month conversation on Discord about a project that we were developing and wanted to bounce ideas off of people and have a a place for people to ask conversations and, and chat, that would be really cool. And I think that we could get a really awesome community going. So if, yeah, I mean, that would be a, a great way to expand that conversation, I think, and just sort of shift the model that we currently have for Patreon and have it as a new space. Like, so everybody will still get the same sort of us chatting about pop culture into the universe and put like putting it out there, but really opening up a feedback loop, right? Like what is the kind of content yeah. that you want to see and what is the kind of content that you're trying to make? So yeah, totally. Yeah, well, I in 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 trying to figure out what what we were going to do, I wanted to I wanted to try and find something that was like sort of core to to what we try and do with Thunderquack because the show is going away, right? And because <laughs> like so cuz Thunderquack came out of you and I really having a conversation that involved the 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 listeners right like like sort of those the hardcore hashtag quiver all the way listeners um that were that were there not for arrow but specifically for us right like to to talk Mm -hmm. like to hear us talk about different things and obviously over the years with the with the facebook group and with patreon and social media in general that's become a two-way conversation where where you know like our 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 hardcore people I uh, like like you know uh uh, uh Sherston and and uh Sarah Beth and and uh and JJ and and uh you know I mean like so many people that are quick that are list now all like, of the list all yeah, of the people in our community so yeah. many people that are that are now <laughs> like a of part yeah. of of content that we produce or have gone on to create their own yeah. stuff I mean like Andy Babak like he he started off as as one of our like dedicated hardcore fans and now like I know he doesn't listen to most of the content anymore because just like me with, with all, with a lot of the stuff that I used to listen to, it's like, I don't have time for it as much because now I'm out there doing my own thing. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And you sort of fall off with stuff, but like, I like, but that's one of those things where it's like, like, cause it's, he's not the only one. 
Kyle used to listen to all the Star Wars podcasts that I did. And then he became involved with it. And then he started doing his own show. And then he stopped listening to me. And so did like Jason stopped listening and Tim stopped listening. And it's like, (laughs) like those guys were, were like the core group with Frontlines um, along with, with like, uh, like Marty and, and uh, Matt Campbell. And it's like, like, yeah, like, like, they most of them are now a part of the machine right they're part they're part of thunderquack and doing stuff and so they don't really listen to the show um which which, like it's it's just it's 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 like looking at stuff like that and saying like how do we how do we like like harness that sort of thing uh build build up the community even more and give a place uh where where we can you know, have that two way conversation. And then I was like, well, we could literally just have that conversation. Like we could literally just open it up and say like, uh, guys, come hang out. Like this is, this is mm-hmm. when we'll be around. So if you want to talk to us about stuff, like now's the time. To I love it. it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that one thing that'll be hard about that is finding a time that works, that makes sense for a lot of our listeners um, to join us which will probably be very different from when we usually record. But I think Mm -hmm. the, the fact that it is not a show gives us a little bit more freedom of like, okay, like let's move it up to like five 30 or six o'clock as opposed to waiting until after I've put the girls to bed. Cause it's like, it's the sort of thing that if they walk in, if Cara walks in and has something to say, it's like, okay, well now she's here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not that that big of a deal um as opposed to like when she walks in in the middle of a show it's like you know okay are we gonna cut this part out or not you know um so yeah it's i i don't know i think it gives us more freedom and it and it but it allows us to to get to the core of what has made thunderquack specifically successful over the last few years and it's only because of our listeners. It's only because of specifically the people that support us on Patreon. Um, they, they, and, and when I say that, like at any point in time, if you've supported us on Patreon, cause I know that financial situations change and, and there are lots of you that still listen to the content that would like to contribute, but aren't in a position to do it right now or, you know, whatever, or, or, or maybe you've just never really had the, 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 the ability to, to do that. And, and I know like, so it's not to exclude anybody who doesn't, but, uh, or can't, but, but just knowing that like, like every time that it felt like, oh, I don't want to do this. It was like, oh, but, but they're waiting. <laughs> they're waiting yeah, for we've it. Got a right? community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, that's a, it's, that's a bit of a double-edged sword. It, it's, it's a, it, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit like, oh man, but, but other times it's like, okay, no, no, we gotta, we gotta pick ourselves up and we gotta get this done. Um, because there are people that, that are awesome enough to support us on a regular basis. Um, and they deserve content <laughs> for their contribution. So yeah, I don't know, but but I like part of me just wants to sort of. I want to step back from the concept of it being like like this modern idea of content creation, because I because it's like that part of it that grind part of it has gotten 
I think a little bit out of control and it's a little bit unreasonable. Um, we have yeah. like an awesome group of, of, of listeners and supporters. So nobody ever like gives me a hard time of like, how come the episode is late? How come like, like I'm really upset that you guys, it's like some people drop off Patreon. And one of the reasons is that like, they're like, Oh, it's not like I, I wasn't happy with the, you know, with this or that or whatever. Right. But they never like, it's like, that's the only time that I hear that complaint is when people are like, I'm going to stop giving you guys a dollar. Uh, and it's like, Oh, okay. I mean, that that's cool. Uh, but for the most part, everybody is awesome and, and just is like, okay, get it. You know, like we can wait. <laughs> um, yeah. and they're super patient and stuff. So, I, uh, but yeah, but I know that, that out there in the, in the universe, uh, in the content creator universe, specifically like the podcast and YouTube world and Twitch streaming and all of that stuff. It's just like, it's, it's so intense of like, if you stop producing content, the algorithm drops you and then you're like now your, your, your financial situation has changed right? Because now, you know, you're not getting revenue from YouTube or, or Twitch or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I hate that. I hate it. I don't want to be slave to that algorithm. I want to, I want to create content that we are proud of and that we enjoy making. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, less the, than the, I think, like I want to make something real, I think is the big thing, right? And whether yeah. whether or not we we manage to reboot student bodies, which I think is like it's <laughs> such a shoot sh- you know, shoot for the moon sort of concept. Yeah. Whether or not we do it, I don't care. I am hoping that by the end of this project that we have something tangible that we can sit down and go like we wrote three episodes of a sitcom right which is not something that that you know like i like it's something that i've always sort of thought of doing or dreamed of doing and never really done never pulled the trigger right so like let's make an excuse to keep ourselves accountable and like actually do that and create something for real um right that and that's that for me is the part that is the most exciting is that in going into all of these because I I really do want to make a feature film next year I've never done that I haven't made a feature film I've done a lot of television I've done a lot of short films I've done a lot of various things but I've never made a feature and so I want to dive into actually doing that and find it and making space for it and so exactly what you're talking about with the student bodies podcast it's more the idea of us setting aside time to put our minds to something that we're using a platform that we already use and that we enjoy connecting and we enjoy creating together and making something tangible with it and still creating, you know, podcasts about pop culture, however, however old it might be. I don't know. It's just, uh, we're going to make it a trend. We're going to make it, make it trend on Twitter. (laughs) People care about student bodies. This obsolete show from the nineties. So great. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, so so I've been doing prep homework and that prep mm-hmm. homework is that I've been watching uh, every episode of Saved by the Bell. Uh, nice. now this, yes. This sort of, this started before this concept <laughs> came to fruition, but, um, but now I am watching it with a very critical eye for like, how are these episodes constructed? Right. 
Um, right, the yeah. other thing that, that Crystal and I have started watching a lot, she just started watching Golden Girls because it's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, that show is perfect. It is, like, you know how I talk about community, right? Like, like yeah, the community yeah. is, like, it's, it is, community is, like, the, the postmodern sitcom, right? Like, and it, and mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. that respect, it is the perfect, like, like, postmodern, like, like, navel gazing, like, hey, let's deconstruct this, this medium in order to make the best stories in this medium possible, right? Like it's yeah. very, it's very much the snake eating its own tail, um, uh, and that's that's where I find joy in that like meta narrative of community, right? And then even si- the meta meta narrative of the Dan Harmon saga of that and <laughs> Harmon Town, the podcast, and all of that stuff. Like, like I eat that up. Golden Girls is pun intended the absolute golden standard for what that is without meta commentary. There is no meta commentary. There's no Mm -hmm. navel gazing involved. It's not postmodern. It is the pinnacle. It is the zenith of sitcom. It is Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I, Mm -hmm. I am blown away when I watch this show which I watched as a kid. Like I loved golden girls as a kid, like, which is so ridiculous. And and I know that there's a lot of other people in our generation that are like, you know, it was like appointment viewing in, in our house. I watched it with my family and awesome. Uh, I specifically with my parents. Cause my brothers didn't care as much about TV shows, but like I, I watched that show every week and I was a big fan of Empty Nest, which was the spin-off show from Golden Girls. I like like I like I loved that stuff as a kid. And now going back and revisiting it as an adult, it's like, oh my God, this is so, so good. And so again, like like A, I am just enjoying the hell out of that show right now. But but B, I am watching it and going like it here here it comes. Here's the setup. And then there's like a, it, it, the way that they do it, it's so brilliant the way that they paste jokes. Cause you'll get setup, setup, punchline, setup, punchline, punchline. Like it'll just like, right. so yeah, it yeah, just yeah. like, it's like a machine gun the way that it hits you with these jokes to the degree that like, it's like it's it's the 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 bus analogy, right? It's like, oh, if you if you miss it, just wait five minutes, or there's another one coming. Like every thirty seconds, there's another joke. So if you missed a joke or it didn't land with you, don't worry because you know, like maybe like I'm not that big of a fan of Rose. Like I, I don't I don't uh, uh sorry not Rose I I Blanche. Mm, I don't like yeah. I find her tiring and exhausting in a lot of ways. I I. So a lot of her jokes don't necessarily land. I see the humor in it. It just doesn't work for me. But then, but then Rose will do something stupid and they'll be like, Rose, you're an idiot. Like, they'll just say that they'll like, they will literally just, that's the punchline to the joke is that she'll tell some story about uh, her, whatever she lives in from some saint, something or other in, in uh, Idaho. I can't remember, but she'll tell her stupid story. And then, like literally uh dorothy will be like rose you're an idiot 
and that's the joke and it's like it'll like that'll send me and then my favorite Sophia will come in and she'll just like she'll just light up all three of them with one joke and it's like the show is so mean-spirited and I love it because it is like it is exactly my sense of humor where it's like this is for people who love each other but like they're like they have no filter like they are they're especially yeah. Sophia that's why she's my favorite because she's got like the senility card so she's just like ah whatever I'm a crazy old lady I'll say what I want um and it just like it like the way that the jokes are constructed is just like it's a master class in television writing and uh and so like I've been watching these two shows with Crystal and and the nostalgia of it has been fantastic and I'm really excited to get into student bodies as well and to sort of look cuz that's it's a little bit further down the road right like and and I think when we watch it, there'll probably be a lot of me looking at it and going like, okay, it is very self-referential to like the teen sitcom drama tropes, right? Like mm-hmm, it'll, mm-hmm. like it'll, it'll play with the Saved by the Bell, uh, uh, Degrassi stuff and, and, and play it for jokes. So, so what's going to be interesting for us is like trying to figure out deconstructing it, looking at it and going like, where's the balance of, how meta are we going to make this? Do we want it to right, be versus yeah. Yeah. Or do we want this to be more of a straight sitcom with some dramatic elements and that sort of thing. Right. So it, I don't, it, it's I, I'm, I'm super excited to do all of that work um, because it means that like, because I will also be watching community as I always am watching community uh, and, and bringing some of that into it as well. Um, and, and and trying to to write stories to that to that caliber like that's sort of the for me where where i will aim but probably fall very short of um but yeah like i just it, it's 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 already we haven't even really started we've only kind of just begun and we're just sort of in these brainstorming phases and i'm already like this is this is a very enjoyable endeavor as opposed to what we've been doing for the last Feeling 10 like years. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last 10 years, all we've been doing is just like picking apart other people's stuff. Yeah. With, with no, with no, I uh, positivity or, 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 and well, with, is like, like with no, with nothing produced, our, our critique yeah. is what we're producing. Right. And so yeah. like, it's kind of, it's, 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 this is a bit of a challenge that we, you know, are, are putting, I think to our past selves of like, put your money where your mouth is. You really think you could have written arrow better than the people who wrote arrow prove it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Which I mean, like, Hey, s- season three. Yes. Yes. I could have written some better <laughs> episodes than some, some of those real stinkers. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I yeah, I'm super excited to do this. I'm super excited to get into it. Nice. I yeah. uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. Do you want? Let's let's discuss. Let's discuss the show format. Sure. Do you have the Do you have the Google Doc open? I do. Well, I have it on my phone because I can't touch my computer because yeah. of technical it might explode. difficulties. Yeah. Exactly. But I'll open it up on my phone. I love that this is now, this is just like the last few episodes of Thunder of Thunderquack are really going to be transi- like a transitional yeah. like 
undertaking, which is great. I don't know. Thanks everybody for still listening to us talk about random <laughs> banana nonsense oh, into the Oh hey, hey into the world. by the way, while while you're while you're getting that opened up, I'll, I'll vamp for a second by giving people some bad news. Uh enough said oh. is cancelled. <laughs> that one's Whoa. that one's also gonna be gone. So uh yeah, we're not we're not gonna uh, keep going with that one like i said it's the same with the star wars one it's just like if we're doing this we gotta uh, i i will quote star wars uh to express myself because that's the only way i know how to communicate effectively um so we're as, not doing a, we're not says, doing a multiverse of madness oh no go ahead as Luke no. says. oh well it'll depend on timing it'll depend on timing right, maybe yeah. we'll do multiverse of madness because we'll still be doing this other stuff but yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, like to, to quote Luke Skywalker, if we're going in, we're going in full throttle. That's the only <laughs> way to do this. It's the only well, way to do this. It's also okay. the Ron Swanson yeah. thing of like, never do two things half ass, do one thing with your full ass. I, I, that is we, the second time that somebody has used that phrase with me today, which yeah. is so funny, but it's true. There's something about just like, yeah. Diving, yeah. diving in with both feet, which I like it. It's a recalibration. We've had a good, there's been a lot of podcasting for a long time. So I do have the, I don't know if you can see me in the, I don't know if it, it shows up in the same way, but I am in the, the podcast ideas one. I have it open on my phone. Okay. I don't see you in there, but that's okay. I, well, I, I think it's I not a, it's not a particularly Docs. long. That's one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the, so here, these are the two, these are the two names at the moment that, that and, and amanda you ha- you haven't suggested anything yet i uh, know i haven't been thinking gotta, hard enough i think i need to come i need to step up i need yeah. to step up i uh, so the easier one is i uh, i it, this is the the concept is the name which is oh there yeah. you are. i see you now in the doc uh yeah. the 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 first suggestion is let's reboot student bodies that's it just let's reboot student bodies. I uh, that's the title of the podcast. The other one is the very obvious, and I uh, I you know it's a podcast, so everything's got to have a podcast pun in it in the title, is so that everybody knows that it's a podcast, and that is student potties. But when you say potties, it it's can so, sound so like potty, right? Yes. So I yes. mean, like I don't think we're going with that. But it's on the list so that, Amanda, you have to come up with some names. So that I have to come up with other names. Yeah. Okay. You have to come up with something else. I, I mean, like, let's reboot student bodies is literally, like, I don't I don't know that we're going to do better than that. Because anything other than that's going to be us trying to be clever. And I don't yeah, think that we need to be true. clever about it. Um, but yeah, so so those are those are the two the two possible names that we have at the moment. Um, and then I'll, I'll let I me read like the concept. Sorry, go it's ahead. one of these. It's one of these unfortunate things that I think like once we start watching, like really watching the episodes, we will come up with a really great name and then want to change the podcast because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there'll be like inspiration that will be like, oh yeah. man. So yeah. okay, um, I'm gonna come up with some names. I'll try to come up with some names, but I do like the idea of let's reboot student bodies, but just it, because it's, it's such a weird thing to create. Like it's, it's like a fan podcast, like 20 years later, but also for a purpose. So it's like, I don't even know. (laughs) 
Okay. You can you can uh, talk about the concept though. Okay, so the concept. Uh okay. Amanda Konkin, and then I've got in brackets, <laughs> seasoned television <laughs> production expert. Uh, and it. Michael Cohen, in, uh, and again, the, the description here in, in brackets, half-decent illustrator, uh, <laughs> want to reboot the beloved Canadian cult classic teen sitcom, Student Bodies. But in order to do this, they're going to have to watch every single episode and break down what makes Student Bodies so great. Here's the thing, And I Amanda. feel like instead of instead of so great, you should say so adequate. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, okay, what's it's the, so what's great. The thing? It is a great show. <laughs> okay, the Here's the okay. thing. Yes. Never before in, in pre-production on a podcast have mm-hmm. I ever written down the concept of the show. Right? <laughs> because awesome. it was always just, I don't know, we're just going to recap episodes of Clone Wars. Like, right. <laughs> like yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's the concept. Yeah. Yeah. But but writing this, is, this like, concept, this is solid. I yeah. was like, this is an actual like that description is short and sweet. It gives you a little bit of an mm-hmm. idea of of who we are. Um Yeah. And it gets like either either you're in or you're out. Like that's it. Like you read that description yeah. and you either you're in is. or you're out. Yeah. That's that's what mm-hmm. the show is. Um, so I think, I think the fact that we actually have that this time around means that like, oh, dang, like we actually, we've got something. (laughs) This is actually something. This is actually a thing. It's not just you and I sitting on a couch, having a conversation, uh, as, as our other shows in the past have been. So, um, yeah. I, do you, how how do you feel about being referred to as a seasoned television production expert? I, I mean, I do like it because it's accurate. I, yeah. I have, a, I am a television production expert. Yeah. You, I'm like, and I'm kind of like, sure, it, it works. I like, I, there's a lot of, I've, I've been having this uh, conversation recently with one of my friends who's, um, she's doing a lot of like counseling, um, like school to be a counselor. And she's like very much um, has done like a lot of, of, she does a lot of coaching and a lot of helping people. And so every time I talk to her, we talk a little bit about like who we are and like what we are. And one of the things yeah. that she recently asked about, cause we, we chatted like, well, I, when I landed here, we, we had a, a quick conversation and she was like, how would you describe yourself? <laughs> kind of like, Oh my goodness. What a loaded question. Because I don't know, it always changes. And I, I think in my head when I have to sit down and write biographies, I come up with like whatever it is that I'm writing the biography for. And so I've never really thought about myself in general, terminology but i think that for this particular thing i love the way that that like it's it's an accurate representation of what i would be bringing to this particular podcast so yeah i like that i don't know that's a a roundabout way of saying thank you for labeling me so that i didn't have to (laughs) 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 the problem is that then then i have to label myself and it has to be self-deprecating because otherwise i'm conceited right so yeah uh, well i mean and we'll (laughs) <laughs> you, it comes across I, I mean you get it because it's like you're not half decent you are a good illustrator so you get that it's sort of a yeah it has to be a, a i think a, i think it it thing. it it fits with the tone of of yes. what the show what is, is right yeah. um and yeah. also like it fits with the tone of student bodies which it's like as we talked about in in the last episode of Thunder Quack that we recorded together where, where we came up with the concept. One of the reasons we got onto it was like, 
the car the cartoons are not great <laughs> it's not it's not they're not great illustrations they're good they're they're squiggly cartoons it's it's the but, it's the early 2000s cartoons yeah. that they could make on a live action show schedule i feel yeah, like exactly. it's like exactly, exactly. representative yeah. of what it is um, so i yeah so so yeah i feel like i feel like it it fits with it and i think and i like this is the thing is that is that talking about student bodies to fans of student bodies they will understand like what that means in context to us trying to create a reboot of the show it's like so what like 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 where do i come in to this like if you're the tv expert the production expert how do we actually make a show it's like oh well well then he's the creative drive right like the the Mm -hmm. which when you look at the original show which we we kind of briefly did uh, in that conversation it's like oh well one of the executive producers was also the person who like designed all of the the illustrations right like all of like the characters are all his character Mm -hmm. designs and stuff so it's like oh like and and that was like that was where it came from that's where this came from is that we were talking about that and it was like wait a second we have the skills to do this (laughs) if one of the creators of the show was literally a cartoonist and that's one of the reasons why the show got made like uh we're sitting here with like we've got these two halves let's bring them together and do this thing so I feel like it accurately describes that. Um, if I was a really good illustrator, I'd be working in animation, right? So uh, already, so uh, I, I I think it it makes sense that I'm only half. I will say the industry is so desperate right now, Mike. You want to work in animation? All you got to do is put in a resume. I do <laughs> Honestly, not. I do so. not. I, <laughs> I was gonna say that's the reason why you're not working in animation. It's not yeah. because of your skill set. <laughs> Um, yeah, if, does I anybody want to work in animation? We need people I don't so want to sit at a computer and just crank <laughs> out frame after frame. I, 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 um, yeah. No, they're, they're, hey, uh, one of the reasons why there's so many problems with getting people in the animation industry is that there's a lot of problems with the animation industry right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like the problems have always been there, but we're getting to this point in society where people are like, Wait a second. We actually don't have to do this. <laughs> there are alternatives. Um anyways. Uh yeah, it'll be, it's it's a, we picked a real interesting time to decide to try and produce a show that has animation in it. Um <laughs> but uh, that's yep. okay. We'll we'll just let our animators be unionized from the get go. Uh, <laughs> I I maybe that'll help. Um okay, so here's the show format. This is this is I uh, I man there was something that i wanted to add to this it'll it'll come to me but this is what i have written down so we would have the intro which would be uh pre-recorded uh the same intro every week uh it will introduce the two of us so that we don't have to introduce ourselves uh at the beginning mm-hmm. of the show it'll just it'll it was, we can just start the show um and then uh, basically, like, like we, we say hi, and then we will go into an episode synopsis, uh, which is just sort of, you know, like one or two sentences of what, what, what's the A plot and B plot of this specific episode of Student Bodies. Uh, a, 
and then we would go into sort of a more in-depth recap i uh, just not this is not we won't be this is not a watch along we're not gonna sit mm-hmm. through yeah. the whole episode um but we'll just kind of go through scene by scene um and you know kind of do do what we generally do which is you know talk about like i i enjoyed this this worked for me this didn't um and then at the end like after the recap we go through sort of like point form notes of like what made this episode work and then what didn't work so that we can sort of go okay what like what are the strengths of of this particular story uh and where where did it fall flat what what didn't work for us um so that we can avoid putting that stuff into our show um and then we will do listener mail uh and then based on what what did work what didn't work and the listener mail your guys's feedback we will have some conclusions to draw at the end of the episode of sort of like okay so so going into into our production like what like what are these things that we're gonna what what are basically our action items for like you know like what 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 what's something that we didn't think about that we need to add to the show right like what's something that maybe we're putting too much emphasis on that like oh they made that mistake too right um Mm -hmm. so that we sort of are giving ourselves feedback on a regular basis and then at the at the very end of every episode we do a production update of uh okay here here's the like here here's here's where we're at this is what we've done recently um which will keep us sort of accountable i don't know that every episode will have like any like like a major thing to talk about but um but but yeah that there will be a place for that of of sort of like okay what like what did, did we hit any milestones lately have we talked to anybody are we you know, like giving work, ourselves work. homework i feel like so that we keep ourselves accountable from place For to sure. place even if it's just yeah. like did we check off anything from last week that we were supposed to do exactly so. exactly yeah, yeah. I like it. so that's i don't so know i tend to be... work i i tend to work better if, if somebody has a deadline for me and then i am told to tell them whether or not i did the thing the next time we talk so i think it'll work well for me yeah. to have that so. Yeah. So I think like my goal is that by the end of the first season, uh, that we have the first draft of the script and we've got all of our sort of all of our pitch material basically ready to go. All right. Um, yeah. Because like I said, like we're going to we are committed to doing the first what I what is it? I think it's 23 or 24 episodes. Yeah. The first uh, season, 20, yeah. yeah. The first season. We're going to, we are going to do that for sure. Uh, provided we actually enjoy this as much as we say we're going to enjoy this. And, uh, and then also, you know, that, that, uh, that we've got people listening to it. I, I w- will probably continue on with the rest of the series. Um, another, it's another 24 episodes, I think in season two and then 13 episodes in season three. Yeah. Uh, you know what's awesome because yeah. I'm sure you already did this but like in terms because of the names I'm trying to be like okay a name for the podcast and so I've like just sort of googled like podcast let's reboot to see like what is out there and the like fourth hit I get is the podcast that we did called let's reboot student bodies on Thunderquack, the post that you did which I love so, that's awesome this, it's I I really like that idea because here's the thing Mike the let's reboot student bodies 
if we want to, it can be like a different, it's like an idea that like, we'll go through the first season of the show. And if we really are like, you know what, this is not the right show for us to reboot, which I can't imagine that that would be the case, but it does. It's a nice format to be like, let's reboot. And then whatever the show it is that we try, we want to like that goes was, through painstakingly. That was my thing is that like, it actually yeah. like the brand becomes let's reboot. reboot. And yeah. I'll tell yeah. you, I already, I already know what the next season is and this might be controversial for you Ooh. Okay. or the next series like after we do let's reboot yeah. student bodies i think maybe it's not the next one maybe we do a- another one after that but but if we were to continue doing this in perpetuity mm-hmm. let's reboot reboot definitely has <laughs> to be on there <laughs> and that's funny i love it I love it. Because, because you I literally worked on the reboot of Reboot. <laughs> yes, I did. But that, yeah. re- like, yeah. here's the thing about that. Despite all of your guys' hard work and effort, that reboot failed. <laughs> that reboot didn't go uh, anywhere. So, yeah, it's like, and and I think that, that actually you are in a very, very good position a few years <laughs> removed from that to to look at it and go how come <laughs> you know like what, I think what? I, well I think one of the one of the great learning things from that is to be like how hard is it to actually reboot Canadian television from the 90s yeah. honestly yeah. is one of the big learning experiences from that because and I mean here's the ultimate thing and I think people probably I don't know if we, this is like a behind the scenes like why do people why are we doing this one of the things for like the podcast is that like people don't care unless you can prove that people care about the thing that you're trying to do. Because I will say right now in the Canadian market, I can, I highly doubt that if we came to somebody and we're like, there's this obscure 2000s television series that we would like to reboot. People would be like, why? What? Yeah. Here's an article. Why? (laughs) Yeah. Here's an article from EW in 2020 where they did this retrospective on it. I, I, and that's it. <laughs> that's all that's yep. happened in 20 but years. But it's like, it's a, it's a thing where it's like, you've got to prove like, what is it that you can do and, and what's going to be new and interesting that people are going to like. And I mean, I will say it's, it was really awesome. I'm very pleased that I was able to work on, I mean, that's like why I applied. Like my whole life is changed because there was a studio two blocks from my house that when I was applying for jobs as a production coordinator, I noticed the name reboot and was like, Hey, I like that show. Yeah. <laughs> and like put in an application to be in animation and have never looked back. So well, like that I show think, changed yeah. my life in so many significant ways. But one of the, one of the things that's really interesting for me about that, because I was, I was a, fa- a fan of the original show. We did something different. Like it was yeah. different because it had to be, because that's what we could sell. At least from what, I mean, yeah. again, I'm not, I wasn't in, I was, a production coordinator on the show. It's not like I had anything to do with anything on the project. So I can't talk about it with any sort of, like I don't in any way have any, <laughs> have any insight or, into yeah, it. You, you weren't <laughs> in the whatever. room for but those it, conversations. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, but as a content creator and as somebody who is aware of the landscape of Canadian television, yeah. I am pretty sure that a lot of the conversations about that were like, how do you make it relevant? How do you make it new and exciting for like these yeah. kinds of audiences? And I will say the show did 
did some really awesome things with like the um, render machines that they use, like the, like it was done in the Unreal game engine, which was so cool. And there's like this whole online content that like, I was really proud of and excited for that. We're like these 3d or like 360 videos and like the potential for it was really cool, but it's like that. It's like, where do you like, how do you hook audiences and get them interested in content when it's like so oversaturated and, and so just having a beloved property is not enough. You have to figure out why. And so for me, the pot, like this idea of the podcast, because it's, it's great for us to sit, like one day and be like, this would be a great idea for us to actually go through and deconstruct it and talk to the community and and figure out why this show would be a good idea is an awesome way to think about making content. I really love that. And yeah, and there's no reason why we can't do a let's reboot series for other things. So I love it. Yeah. I I mean, I, and, and I think one of the, one of the interesting things about that project about, about, the guardian code right was that mm-hmm. um it's not a bad show right like yeah, it, like it's, it's it's a it's a fun it's a great children's television show yeah like it's it like it's is... it's a very competent mm-hmm. well-made mm-hmm. kids show in that mm-hmm. sort of power rangers uh uh yes. sort of style yeah. right mm-hmm. but yeah. but it has the reboot label on it and i think that that is actually like to its detriment and i think like that's Mm -hmm. that's an interesting part of the conversation and something that goes into it of like like and and i think that's why it's like like how how close do we have to be to the source material in order to remain true to the spirit of it while also moving it forward and making a show that is for an audience in 2022 right yeah because because that's exactly like that's the that's the balancing act and Mm -hmm. and i think with with the guardian code it's like it's a really good example of of going too far the other way and interestingly mainframe did another project that was a reboot of a of of a sort of beloved cult franchise uh, I mean, not that Colts, one of the best-selling games of last year, but oh yeah, yeah. I but like you, you guys also did Ratchet and Clank, yeah, and Ratchet yeah. and Clank the movie was also like very well made, very competent, very good, and did not hit because it was way too slavish to the original content to the original game. Ah, so it's, you have like the two, the two, the two sides of it, right? Where you're yeah. like, how close are you versus how far do you get away from it? What an yeah. interest. Yeah. So like, where, what, what is the balancing the act and spot? how does, yeah. how does, um, I, I don't know, like what's a, what, what's a show that's been rebooted that's been really successful? Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> I don't even I mean, know. Like here, like here's a really good example, and 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 I th- I think probably one of the best examples in the day and age that we're in, which is Cobra Kai, right? Where it's like oh, Cobra yeah, Kai yeah. has its own identity; it is its own thing. Um, it does not care about the things that are not important to its success. Uh, one of those things it does not care about is production value. <laughs> <laughs> um it cares about telling a good story and 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 staying true to the core ideology of the first film really like but like, see like, and this is the thing for me is that if you don't tell me that it's karate kid i have no idea 
because it yeah. branded itself as its own thing. Cobra yeah. Kai, for the first bit that it was around, people were talking about Cobra Kai. I had absolutely no idea that it was tied to Karate Kid. If you're not so a hardcore Karate Kid fan. If you're yeah. not... A, Exactly. So it's one of those things where it's like if you use that as a way in for the heart, the hardcores, but market it as its own thing, then maybe that's where the success for something like that would have come from, right? Well, where it's like, and and I don't know, like the Charmed reboot is getting another season. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) There's so many things that have been rebooted. Gossip Girl got rebooted. Yeah. Like. But okay, so here's here's a, I don't know. here's another example that that you might not immediately think of as a reboot, but it absolutely is Smallville. And oh, yeah. and Smallville, it I mean there was a Superboy TV series in the eighties, right? <laughs> and Smallville <laughs> is essentially another Superboy series. It is a reboot in a way. It's a reboot of Superman as a character, a character who has been rebooted so many times that we don't call them reboots anymore, right? right. It's just, oh, yeah, here's yeah, a new version of yeah. Superman. Mm-hmm. But it really is. And what made Smallville successful in doing that, right? It stayed core to the ideals of the character and of the of of the reason why we tell Superman stories, right? And then also it had an identity all its own and it was unapologetic about that identity. It didn't care that a character like Chloe didn't really exist in comic books. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and really was like cribbed from Buffy. Right. Like, I mean, like, let's be honest. That's, that's exactly who that character is. Right. Like Chloe is definitely just a Buffy (laughs) character transposed onto Superman. Right. Yeah, um, and yeah. she's the she is in the lowest lane archetype and all of that sort of thing. But she's it's the fast talking. Oh, I cringe to say this, but that Whedon esque Kevin Smith, right? You know, yeah, Ke- yeah, Kevin yeah. Smith. I don't cringe yeah. to say Kevin Smith. I'm fine with. No, I should have right. just said that yeah. instead. But you guys, like everybody knows what I mean when I say that, right? Like that, like like mile a minute. There goes a pop culture reference. There goes a like a, a historical thing. Like you, like just. Oh, like, like you just, you're trying to keep up with this character. That was Chloe. And it was like, it was like, but it works because that show, I mean, I just, I just rewatched the first, I think 10 episodes of Smallville, not that long ago when I noticed that they were all on Amazon prime. Um, And that's as far into it as I got before I got distracted by something else. But I, I, it was really fun watching those first few episodes and going like, wow, this show really knew what it was like that. And that I think is one of its strengths. And it's also where you see it falter going into like season four and season five was when it started to lose that identity. And it wasn't until like season eight where it came back around and went, forget Smallville. We're in Metropolis now. Everybody lives in Metropolis. Stop going back and forth. Clark can go back and forth because he has super speed. But, but everybody's in Metropolis now. It's a Superman show. He's just not Superman yet. Like this is Superman yeah. year zero. Yeah. Let's go. And then all of a sudden the show got great again because all of a sudden it had, it knew what it was. It knew what it wanted to be. So it's like, I think, I think like we look at that stuff. We can take all of this stuff obviously like our wealth of knowledge of these shows and I, uh, and, and, and experience, you know, creating stuff 
uh, and 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 boil this down and try and figure out like where is the balance what what does make a good reboot i m- one of the things that i'm really interested to do as as we do this is once i once i get through all of saved by the bell and i mean all of it except yeah. for the new class we're not talking about the new class i uh, but all of saved by the bell into the 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 movies like the 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 tv movies and then the the college years stuff is to watch the new saved by the bell show and and i uh, see what they did because if we were to i mean like i think that that is our strongest case right now to do a student bodies reboot is that the saved by the bell reboot is having success so right. Yeah. It's like between that and Cobra Kai, I think it's like, hey, I uh, we've got a beloved early two thousands thing. By the time that we're in production, the two thousands will be uh, the the number one nostalgia thing instead of the nineties because we're phasing out of that. I mean, like flared pants are coming back, Ugh. low rise, low so rise bell bottoms are back in style. I <laughs> uh, so uh, upsetting. Yeah. And here's the thing: is that like before the high rise skinny jean. I was lamenting the lack of low rise bell bottoms because I had gotten so used to those. But now looking back, I'm like, but no, high rise skinny jeans are way better. I'm very yeah. sad. I'm very yeah. sad about this change. It's all cyclical though. Don't worry about it. They'll be okay. back in another 20 years. I Yeah, when I'm old and shouldn't be wearing jeans anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so sad i don't know is there a, is there an expiration date on jeans are we not allowed to wear jeans after know. a certain age i you know what as, I as, as a man i mean obviously we have different rules as a man i can wear jeans yes. until the day i die exactly but i don't know i feel like like there's like mom jeans have a different connotation right and like that sure. which i feel like the the no nomenclature for mom just means like older lady but like the i was told that the 2000s would be when like real cool like space wear would come in and like i want some sleek like nylon that can take me to the moon like i just am upset that that is not really seeming to be realized and we're still like touting denim so yeah oh my gosh there's a new movie (laughs) there's a new movie coming out called moonshot by the way with cole sprouse cole sprouse dylan sprouse one of the sprouses and um and the chick from uh to all the boys i love before laura i forget her name anyways i'm excited for it but it's like the concept is that like he sneaks onto this like rocket ship to mars and they like just have like a love like he she like hides him in her bedroom (laughs) anyways Sorry, That's I was awesome. thinking about moon, moon, moonwear, as opposed to jeanwear. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe when, in twenty years we'll get we'll get some different fabrics. When do we all get jeans. our V stripe jumpsuits? Right. Yeah. That's what exactly. you're talking about. Right? Exactly. Basically, yeah. that's exactly what I'm talking about. So. Uh, I mean, like yeah. this is this is my thing is that like I, I don't I don't particularly think that those outfits are flattering for every body type. Um. I suppose I well, suppose if correct. we're all if we all can agree that this is just what we're doing now, um, yeah, that that like, it doesn't matter because it's like oh fashion yeah. fashion doesn't matter. But this is the thing is yeah. that if you took away the choice of clothing in fashion, then body type is the only uh, like and and hairstyle yeah, like those are the only a... recourse, right? So yeah, then all of a sudden it's like, well, do you have a fashionable body type or not? Yeah. I don't know. Which is, doesn't, and I will say, 
as like as a closeout for this podcast because it has nothing to do with what we've been talking about but because yeah. of where i am while i'm podcasting because i'm in indonesia and indonesia is a, is a predominantly muslim country i'm thinking a lot about what i wear while i'm here um yeah. and the unfortunate thing is that i had sort of thought a little bit about wearing longer things to cover my legs like I was like well you know what I have ma- a lot of maxi dresses and I've got a few things but like I'm like I can wear shorts around the the pool and all that stuff and like while I'm at the resort and I don't feel too bad about it but the thing I didn't really think about is my shoulders like I have only tank tops with me like yeah. I have nothing that covers my shoulders and I'm looking around and being like there is nobody wearing tank tops and it's such a it's such an interesting thing for me to have to to try to figure out how to navigate that and be like I didn't I didn't really I didn't really think about it that much. Anyways, I was talking to somebody um while I was again, but that just that that thing about like clothing being such a when you don't have to necessarily think about it because there's a lot of people that just wear you know they just cover themselves up um and it, they just think less about the particular like style choices that they're making every day. Right. Um, I don't know. I am it's it's. But I have like a, like from childhood, wearing shirts that had the opportunity to give me pit stains had forever (laughs) made it so that I removed all clothing with sleeves from my wardrobe as I've grown older. Because it's just a thing that I am so attuned to for myself. And it's just the first time that I really had to come to grips with that while I'm here. I mean, the good thing is, is that I wear so many, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before. They're like, in the winter, I wear scarves. And then in the summer, I wear those like shawl things that go over that are basically like a summer version of a scarf. (laughs) They're basically like beachwear, but I wear them all the time as like little shawls. So I, I'm just wearing a lot of shawls. It looks like I'm at the beach perpetually, but I feel like people will probably be okay with that because I'm a white lady and I can get away with it. Yeah, I think that you just like look at me. They just judge me. They just, they just, they just judge me a little bit, and and that's okay. I'm doing, I'm doing my best. But uh, anyways, yeah, clothing. So jeans. I don't even know what we were talking about. Oh yeah, the '90s going out of style. (laughs) Yeah. What a way to get to clothing. But it's yeah, agreed. So. See, that's the sort of thing that on the Student Bodies podcast that I'll just cut. You. Come on, it's yeah, so relevant that. to our conversation. So relevant, and, and, to I'll, our conversation. and I'll and I'll go. Yeah, I don't think that's going to make it in the show. Let's uh, let's let's reset <laughs> and uh, and, then, <laughs> and then yeah, I have to I have to find the the clean break in editing later. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. But then, if you're paying us ten dollars a month, you're gonna you're gonna still get that nonsense. Uh, so Jeez. that's what you have to look forward to. See, there we go. Bring it all back around. Loop it all back together. I mean, like, I, I personally think that there's also an art to what we do with conversational podcasts where it's like, how do we self-edit and uh, I, oh, you know, yeah. just keep keep the conversation going, um, not have lulls and just sort of I, I put together a, an hour and a half of content every other week. <laughs> I, and I didn't I didn't think script, about that really know. until the until the first time I had Ryan on the podcast and I started recording and started talking. And like, after I talked for like a good three minutes, he's like, wait, are we podcasting? And I'm like, yeah, this is podcasting. He's like, no, what am I supposed to say? I'm like this, we're supposed to just have a conversation. Is that not how podcasting works? (laughs) So it is, it's a skill. I feel like it's such a funny thing because it also has shaped the, the way that you and I talk to each other sometimes. Yeah. Like I feel like even when we're not recording, we self edit a little bit because we're so used to it. It's how we, so as much as people think that this is a fully unedited and like unabridged, there is some, we'll get better at it. 
when we have to be less tangential because we found a way to, to, (laughs) well, maybe, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Fine. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see how much work it ends up being for me. I maybe I'll regret ever saying that this is going to be well-produced and professional sounding. Uh, (laughs) Cool. I think that's it. I think we did it. I think we've, I think think we've made a case for our new show. Um, It's true. And I, I await feedback on, uh, on our concepts and uh, the new Patreon scheme and all of that sort of thing. Uh, I'm Mm -hmm. interested to hear from you guys. What do you think about it? I uh, and uh, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think I I have to because the sign off. I was like, I don't want to throw this to you. In the sign off, in I'm gonna do just my normal sign off, but I do have to say two things before we end because we didn't talk about politics at all. Yeah, we just want to say that on this podcast we do say gay. So uh, hearts out oh, to all of yeah. the conversations happening in Florida right now, uh, breaking breaking our hearts. And um and and to everything going on in the Ukraine right now, it's such an it's such an an odd time to be alive with such weird. I mean, again, it's just sort of heartbreaking things happening every day. So everybody stay safe. So yeah. my stay safe will have those two contexts in them today when I sign off. But I just felt like I needed to actually say that on the podcast proper rather than couch them in the. Yeah. The also, also, uh, uh, yeah. Sort of while we're on this, I uh, this podcast is. Thunderquack community is and always will be a safe place for LGBTQIA plus all of it. But very specifically right now, uh, if if you are trans and uh, feeling very specifically targeted, know that that Amanda and I very specifically support you uh, and mm-hmm. you are as valid as anybody else no matter what uh, the ridiculous uh, Republican agenda has to say about it. And what's happening in Texas right now is beyond a political <sighs> snafu yeah. and is into, I mean, I said this on the podcast that I recorded yesterday, like this straight up Nazi territory. It's, it's, I, uh, this is several steps down the slippery slope into uh, round them up and exterminate them sort of thing. So uh, yeah, just be like, I think for everybody to be aware that that's kind of where we're at right now with American politics and how much it's been polarized is that stuff like that is not just getting through, but like it has major support, um, which is really upsetting and very dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so just, you know, I, I, I think the other the other thing that I will note is that yes, this very specifically targets people in Texas. Uh, that's that's where this law is. Um, it should, it's targeting children specifically and and their and their parents in Texas, uh, caregivers, and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and, and I think and, there's new there's new information from today too about that. Uh, I think yeah. um, very very blissfully, I think that there is a a, a temporary like halt on the uh, like yeah. I think a judge. But just, uh, yeah, I would say like, yeah. like check in with your trans friends, no matter where they are in the world right now. And just mm-hmm. let them know uh, that you support them yeah. and uh, trans and non-binary uh, that, that you support them mm-hmm. and that I, uh, I, you know, uh, they, they, they belong in your circle. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mm-hmm. think that uh, I think that a lot of people could use that 
sort of support right now um, because it's not just happening in Texas. I mean, like there are there's legislation all over the United States and obviously in other parts of the world. It's a different conversation sort of everywhere you go. Um, yeah. Thankfully, we live in Canada and at least on a on a federal level and 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 I think I think even on most provincial levels, uh, those. Uh, I might regret saying this because I'll get people telling me horrible something things. Something bad's going to happen in Canada in the next. But yeah. but but I like to think that that at least you know from what I know and and certainly uh, on on the surface that that we are much more inclusive and much more uh, tolerant. Um, I, I hate the word tolerant in these conversations because I don't tolerate trans and non-binary people. Like it's that's like saying like. I'm really tolerating this air right now. It's like they right. exist. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> they exist. No, There's nothing no, no, to tolerate. No. They're people. <laughs> I, I, but, but in sort of using that language, right? The the way that yeah. it gets used. Yeah. I think and I mean, our one win more accepting. Yeah, and I think our our win earlier in the year with banning conversion therapy is a really good yeah. step in the right direction. So. Yeah. So We're so trying. yeah, just you know, I it, think there's places. Yeah. If you're out there and you are are feeling pressure or heat from any of this stuff that's going on right now, just know that that we're in your corner. And and I, hey, here's one thing: if we're not doing enough, uh, let us know, and uh, and yeah. and we will do more. <laughs> I, that's yeah. sort of my my promise. There is that I want to I want to make sure that 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 I am doing the appropriate things, and uh, uh, but also not you know soapboxing and white knighting and all of that sort of stuff it's being an ally is tough it's not as tough as being the person who needs allies but it's just like it's a it's a it's a it's a tight better it's a tightrope but yeah but like let us know where we could be doing better and we will endeavor to do that Mm -hmm. um but yeah just yeah I don't know it's i this feels sappy and it feels corny but i'm gonna say it anyways Mm -hmm. we love you guys I, and Aww. you're a part of our community and uh, I use I guys as a completely saying, gender yeah. neutral term, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, folks, I, I try and use folks every once in a while as well. Cause yeah. that's gender neutral, yeah. but yeah, yeah, like, like I, I don't know, man, I've been watching a lot of queer eye with crystal uh, lately and mm-hmm. it's like, man, it takes all, th- this is one of yeah. my favorite quotes from one of my yeah. favorite shows, uh, mission Hill animated sitcom. Um, from the early two thousands, <laughs> there's a it's a real that's a real specific time in my life. But there's a there's a quote in that um, it all it takes all kinds of fruit to make fruit cup, uh, and I, I've yeah. I've mentioned that before on the podcast. I've talked about that before. It is one of my favorite sayings, uh, and I it's not widely known. It is definitely like <laughs> something that somebody's well, they, the one of the writer's parents said, and it made its way into that <laughs> show. But I take that to heart that like man like it it does it takes all kinds of fruit to make fruit cup if you just if all you got is apples and oranges then you just have apples and oranges that's not a fruit cup right you gotta you gotta have variety you gotta have spice you gotta have all of that i mean i don't want a spicy fruit cup but i understand the sentiment mike so that's good cinnamon is a spice you could throw a little (laughs) bit of cinnamon on some fruit and it's and make make us something different Let's there see you, you have some fun with it. Stop being closed-minded, Amanda. I'm sorry. That is true. I should be more <laughs> inclusive with my understanding yeah. of what a fruit cup is. No, it's good. I'm going to uh, go eat some pineapple. 
It's going to be good. Okay, go eat some pineapple. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for coming on this ridiculous journey with us. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, And uh, I'm really looking forward to the next few weeks as we figure out what this is going to be and get ready to launch our new show. It's exciting. Cool. That's it. Stay safe, everybody. Yeah. Oh, I was doing my ending. No, go ahead. Do it. Do it. Now I will. (laughs) Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands and be kind to one another. Follow the Thunderquack Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching the Thunderquack Podcast. You can support us in three ways. First, by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review. Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access and extended episodes. The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of thunderquack.com. Head to thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.